0: Hey friends, I am so happy you're here. I'm Annie, your host, and welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast where I'm right here next to you navigating this crazy, beautiful journey called life. And if I've learned one thing over the years of pivoting my life from military officer to entrepreneur and business owner to content creator and world traveler, it's that we all go through ups and downs. Maybe you're going through some shit right now, or maybe you're living your best life. Either way, I found this journey through life to be one of tremendous discovery about myself and what I want out of it, but also how the world works and how that affects me. I also know that getting uncomfy and following the heart tugs has always led me in the right direction. So I want you to know that you're not alone on this roller coaster of life. I'm figuring it out and bringing you along with me. So hang on. We're going to dig deep and dive in. Let's get uncomfy. What is up my friends? It is Annie. Greetings from Bulgaria. I am so excited to be with you guys. I'm excited about this topic. I'm excited to dig in and dive deep and get real about this topic because I think this is a topic that is a little taboo. Maybe people don't like acknowledging or maybe admitting that they feel behind or feel... um, negative about where they're at in life. Uh, it's easy to like make jokes or to complain, but to really like be honest and be like, yeah, I, f- I feel behind in life is um, kind of a, uh, a hard thing to admit, right? And it's not a fun conversation, especially when Maybe you might feel that there's not many answers around that feeling. So we're gonna talk about that today because I've journaled a lot about it, my personal experience with it, and kind of three different categories or like sections of this feeling, I think. And depending on which ones you are, which one you are personally, um, and what you're feeling, what you're going through, hopefully some of what I say today can resonate with you. And and um, help you through these emotions, help you process this, do a little bit of self-reflecting. But first, I wanted to share a little bit about Bulgaria. Like I said, being that I am on the road and traveling, a lot of these episodes are, um, like I said before in last week's episode on Mykonos, if you haven't listened to that, go check that out. Uh, I wanted to kind of relate these episodes with where I'm at in life, like physically, locationally, but also like where I'm at mentally. And that's why this topic really resonated with me. After leaving Mykonos, we decided that we need a little bit more of a calm vibe. So, reached out to some family friends in Bulgaria, and I have never been, Flo has never been, so we were excited to experience a whole new vibe than Mykonos Greece. So, we flew into Sofia, Bulgaria. I believe that is the capital. And I'm sorry my my capital knowledge should be better than that. I maybe should have looked that up before I started this podcast, but I didn't, and that's okay. Um A few things is that we just needed a slower pace and Bulgaria is providing exactly that. So it's kind of nice. Um, Like I said in last episode, the vibe and the pace of Mykonos was something that we weren't really able to keep up with. And so being in Bulgaria has just been amazing. We stayed in Sofia for a few days and then moved to Bansko, which is like a mountain town. Think Breckenridge and like Colorado Mountains during the summertime. So it is summer here and it is beautiful weather, hot but not too hot. Um, Doing a lot of hiking, a lot of visiting history. There's a lot of history in Bulgaria. Um, And the cost of living here is so much cheaper. Uh, We were in Mykonos for about three weeks and probably spent, probably. I haven't added it up, and I don't know if I want to, but um, seven thousand to like ten thousand dollars, honestly, just being there for three weeks. And being in Bulgaria for about one week, we will spend like three hundred fifty dollars total with lodging, renting bikes, food. We did a little bit of shopping. Um, just everything's cheaper, which is kind of nice. So uh, I would really recommend if this is something, if visiting Bulgaria is of interest to you, definitely check out Bansko. I think in the winter also it is like such such a vibe, like more populated. It's a sne- skiing snowboarding town, so it's really beautiful. It was really really cute. A lot of like après ski locations, um, really nice places on top of the mountain. We actually ended up hiking fully to the top of a mountain unintentionally by the way um because the lift was closed and we thought it wasn't going to take so long and it ended up taking like four hours so that was fun um but anyway highly suggest that another good awesome location beautiful location is Rila Monastery um beautiful it is like thousands of thousands um maybe yeah it's like a thousand years old um gosh that may make me sound stupid if that's wrong but It is just beautiful, honestly. I am not traditionally one for like historical tours, but we went with friends of my family and they showed us around, and it really was, you know, beautiful. So that's another thing I would recommend. Um, If you are more of like the beaches and sun vibe, um, on the East Coast is Sunny Beach. And that is kind of like the party place. Really populated. We didn't end up going there just because that's not the vibe we wanted. But um, had a bunch of recommendations to go there. So that could be a destination. It's right on the sea. It's beautiful, we hear. So anyway, um, that is my little spiel on traveling. And I just wanted to throw that in there just because I wanted to share some some things with you guys. So um, if you guys aren't already following my travel page on Instagram, go ahead and check that out. It's at one way flights only. And I post a lot of travel content on there. That's predominantly where I'm posting travel stuff. So if travel is of interest to you, check that out, check that page out. Um, and yeah, I'm going to continue to post as our travels continue. So back to the actual topic being, um, what to do about feeling behind in life. And let's be honest, more than what to do, but the truth about it. Um, fun fact, guys, is that a lot more people feel this way than you would think. I have talked, I've had conversations with people who are very successful, people who are, you know, excelling and succeeding in what might look like all parts of their life. Um, but surprisingly they feel lacking in some category and i just say that to to say not to you know put a negative spin on this or anything but like just to remind you guys that like we're all a lot more similar than you think people are feeling very similar feelings um regardless of what your situation is or what you're going through or what your life looks like in social media I think we, we feel a lot of the same things as human beings. So it's okay if you feel this way. It, it's not the end of the world. You are not a loser. You are not behind in life. That is a huge thing. Like something I really want to hit home with this episode is you're not behind in life. First off, there will always be, there has always been and will always be someone in life to compare yourself to, whether that's um, someone on social media, a friend, a family member, or even like the ideal version of yourself, you know, there's always something to compare yourself to. And, you know, that can be used as motivation and inspiration, or it can be used to have this feeling of, you know, anxiety and and stress and self loathing, I guess, almost of feeling behind or not knowing what, what you're doing or feeling confused about life and the direction of it and the pace and the speed and, and what am I trying to do? And, and, Where am I going? You know? So I just want to remind you guys that more people feel this way than you might think, and you feeling this way is okay. I think it's just important to recognize it and start taking action in it because a lot of feelings and emotions that come up within us, I think, and this is just me speaking on personal experience and conversations I've had, a lot of people feel these things, but they just accept it, feel it, and then think like, ah, well, such is life. All right, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. But a lot of the things that we feel in life actually are like our body, our our mind's way of telling us like to change something, to keep going with something, to, you know, our feelings matter. And that's something that I just, I want you guys to recognize and, um, and use as a strength because I don't want you to associate certain feelings as good or bad, right? Like feeling behind in life, that obviously that's the topic we're talking about today. That doesn't have to be bad. It's not it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. And that is okay. And if you use that to get down on yourself and to get into a hole and a depression and and to let that spiral your mental health, then yeah, that's that's a negative effect of how you're feeling. But the way you're feeling can also lead for you to realize, okay, hey, well, this is making me realize that I want to change some things in my life or that I actually want to go, you know, in a different direction or I want to change things up. And so the way you feel doesn't have to be associated with good or bad. It can just be the way you feel and then it can promote and, you know, be a catalyst for you to take certain action in your life. Okay. um, So. Like I was saying earlier, there are kind of three categories of this feeling. When I have done a lot of journaling on it, I realized that feeling behind in life can mean one of three things. And I'm going to explain those to you first and and just from my perspective. And then I'm going to kind of dig deeper into each of the three categories. The first thing to really reflect on if you're feeling this way is what is making you feel this way? Is it seeing other people do things that you're not, or is it comparing your reality to what you wish you were doing, or is it comparing your current reality to where you thought you'd be now, okay? And see how those are different. The first one is you, you comparing where you're at to where someone else is at, okay, that's A. B is you comparing where you're at to where you wish you were, like a goal you have or something you want in life. And then C is you comparing where you're at to where you thought you would be by now. Okay, so those are all slightly different. And I think they're all similar, but also different. And I'm going to dig deeper into each one of those three. So the first one, let's dig your, <laughs> dig deeper into that. Um, let's process through this feeling together. So this first one is yourself against someone else it's the comparison to maybe social media maybe to friends maybe to family um you seeing the way someone's living their life or multiple people or you know maybe you're at a place where you feel like everyone else is further along so you're comparing yourself to everyone else you look at on social media people you graduated with friends in your town you know whatever that is but ultimately it's you comparing yourself to others other people okay and the first thing that I want to say about this is, comparison is so pointless. I have an episode on com- the comparison game. It's probably from last year sometime. Um, I will try to find it and link it in the show notes below. But energy spent on comparison is so useless. You absolutely never know what someone else's looks, someone else's life looks like behind a closed door. So maybe they're posting videos about how successful their business is or how much money they're making or the promotion they got or, you know, the new degree they just finished, but which is all great. Okay. I don't want to take away from that person's success or that person's life steps. However, when you compare yourself to that one post, you're looking from a lens of knowing what's going on in your entire existence, right, you're, you're looking at your relationships, you're looking at your job, you're looking at your hobbies, you're looking at your friends, you're looking at your passions, your love life, your spiritual life, your physical health, whatever, like every single aspect of your life, and you're comparing that to one post or or one side of someone's life. Maybe it's someone that you talk to regularly and you think you understand and and you think you know everything there is to know about this person's life, but I'm telling you that you don't there will always be something in someone's life that they are self-conscious about, they are lacking, they are wishing was further along, and just because they're not showing that publicly or speaking about it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, what I'm saying is comparing yourself to the full picture of yourself to someone's blip on a screen, like I said whether it's a post or a conversation or whatever, is just is pointless, okay? It's it's like comparing um some things that are totally irrelevant from each other. Like comparing a painting to a. I don't even. A. a uh, gosh, why is this so difficult for me right now to come up with something that's totally irrelevant? To a child's toy. Like, I know. And then I know that might seem like, like what the f- heck? Why is that even relevant? Okay, I'm just saying that, like, comparing a painting to a children's toy, right? It seems so unrelated. But that's how it is, you comparing your your life and your journey and your full picture to someone else's life, okay? So I just want to say that, like, comparison is pointless. So let's quit the comparison cycle because it is not doing you any good. It is not doing your mental health any good. And it's not doing the person that you're comparing to any good, right? Um, so, uh, like... Like I was saying, and, and I just want to bring this up because I just finished this book, actually. Um, you never know what you're looking at. I just finished reading this book called I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Um, she actually played, she hates, she talks about this in the book, but she hates being referred to as Sam from iCarly, but she's Sam from iCarly, okay? And the reason I bring this book up, um, it might seem irrelevant, but the reason I bring this book up is because looking at her life, she was somebody that I kind of grew up in that age, iCarly, and maybe you're younger than me and have no idea who that is. Maybe you're older than me and maybe your kids watch that or maybe you have no idea what that is. But essentially, she's this, you know, Nickelodeon star from a young age. She started in Nickelodeon at the age of 11. If you just followed her on, you know, from the press and from award shows and from social media and from, I mean, social media now is different I think she's being really honest about her life but previously as she was going through it it looked like she had the perfect life like the perfect family and the perfect career and wow she's a child star and she's doing so well in iCarly and you know everything looks so glamorous and amazing from the outside but she details throughout her book that her life was anything but and she was not happy and she was not passionate about acting. She hated acting. Her her mom was terribly abusive, although nobody would have known that. And the reason I bring this up is because you might be looking at someone else, maybe like Jeanette McCurdy is similar to my age, I think. And if I were to compare my life, like let's say when I was, you know, 17 and I was looking at Jeanette McCurdy's life, it would have been really easy for me to look at her life and be like, wow, like, let's say acting was something I wanted to pursue and obviously put yourself in these shoes. You know, if, if you're not into acting, obviously like compare it to somebody who you would compare yourself to, if that makes sense. Sorry. Um, but anyway, if I were to do that, I might feel behind in life because if we're both 17 and she has, you know, this huge acting career and she has, you know, million dollar contracts and, and glorious awards and, you know, uh, glamorous shows to go to and photo shoots and all these things like looking from the outside it would be really easy for me to compare myself to her and think like wow damn I am behind in life like what the hell am I doing at 17 like I was getting ready to go to college at the Air Force Academy and like I wasn't very happy at that point in my life either so you know it's really easy especially like I said before looking at the full picture of your life to somebody else's that would have made me feel really shitty, and I'm not going to lie, I've, I've done that before in my life so many times, but I realize now, and I'm at a place in my life where I just recognize that that comparison is, is just not healthy, and, and it's just irrelevant. It's a waste of energy, okay? Um, so anyway, that book is really good. I think it just is really eye-opening to see that like someone's life can look so different behind the curtains of what they're showing you at the time. Um, the next point I wanted to make on this whole comparison to others is we all have our own timelines. Like, absolutely, we all have our own journeys. We all have our own timelines. And someone else's timeline and journey is so irrelevant to yours, especially if it's creating negativity and toxicity within you. It is just, just stop. Stop. <laughs> Um, I know that sounds easier said than done. And I'm going to kind of give you guys some actions on how to process through these things if you're genuinely feeling this. But it's, it's just like comparing, like I said, the painting to the children's toy. Um, some people are going to have a thriving career and... That's going to come at the cost of sacrificing something else in their life, okay? And just because they're excelling at 25 and they're a millionaire at 25, I don't know, I see things on TikTok all the time, like I'm a 25-year-old millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is, Um, I'm sure that that comes at a cost that they're not showing, right? A sacrifice of family, of a social life, of relationships. I know this because, you know, that was me, (laughs) literally, actually, Um, and... To so to compare yourself to that is just irrelevant. I feel like I'm just talking in circles now, so I'm gonna move on. But I hope you guys can understand um, what I mean by that. However. Com- You know, someone else's reality or someone else's, what you see about somebody else's life can be used as a source of motivation and inspiration for you and your current place. It shouldn't have you feeling shame about where you're at, Um, you know, and I think that that's a feeling that only comes when you're truly in a place of healthy mental health, healthy self-confidence, self-love, you know, and to really look at someone else's journey and be like, wow, like, yes, I wish I could be there, but like, I'm I'm not feeling any differently about myself just because they're out there doing their life, you know? So I think that that's a really healthy place to be if you can get there, is to see someone else's journey and story and life and what they share with you in conversation or on social media. And to see those things as like, wow, I'm proud of them, I'm happy for them but for it to not take away from your own life experience. So what I have to say about that is if you're genuinely working toward what you want to do, then you have to be okay with where you're at. Think of the turtle in the hair. (laughs) Okay, this is something I thought of like, you know, if the turtle, I don't know if you guys know this old like folk tale, folk tale, folklore tale, I don't know. Like, if the turtle had compared himself to the hare and let that affect his self-worth, his self-confidence, his belief in his ability to finish what he started, then the whole story would turn out differently, right? But instead, you know, that turtle just kept on minding his business, kept on going at the pace he was at, and everything worked out in the end, right? So if you're constantly looking ahead, constantly looking at what someone else is doing, it also takes away your focus on yourself, you know, all that energy that you're putting into looking at someone else's existence and reality and life, that can be put into yourself in the form of self-reflection and self-love and and time and energy into progressing your current state of reality, right? Right. Um, so if you if you really are and if you can be honest with yourself, if you're really genuinely working toward where you want to be in life and what you want to do and you're like on track and you feel aligned with your life, but you just wish you were a little further along, you know, then seeing someone else further along should not have you feeling any differently about yourself. You have to be okay with where you're at cuz everything happens for a reason. <laughs> everything. Um and this is just something I know that is so just like cliché to say, but it's so true um where you're at is going to make so much sense and you're going to see the full picture once you get 10, 20, 30 years down the road. I I promise you so much of my life that in the moment seemed hard and confusing and stressful and and you know, maybe life altering, I look back now and I'm like, "Wow, that that actually really does make sense. Why that happened and if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have progressed in this way and I wouldn't have grown in this way and I wouldn't have learned this lesson, you know." So having trust that you're going to end up exactly where you're meant to and have the journey you're meant to is so crucial in in this whole work here that we're doing. Um, however, if you're not working toward where you want to be in life and you're doing this comparison game, you know, that is really toxic. It's, it's kind of what we you know, have been talking about here, but it can be really toxic and it can be really self-deflating and it can lead to shame and this cycle of just not getting out from the place that you're at. Um, so my thing for this is if you're really not working toward where you want to be in life, you have to recognize that. And so maybe this comparison game can help you realize that and recognize that. And that can be a, like, a little spark for you. Like, a little call to action of, like, damn, okay, like, seeing this person live their life the way they are makes me realize that, like, I'm not doing what I want to do. Like, if I'm so jealous or, you know, um, hmm, so, yeah, jealous, I guess, is a good word. I'm I'm so jealous of this person who's living this lifestyle, but I'm over here living a completely different lifestyle, and I'm not fulfilled by it, I'm not satisfied with it, I'm not happy with it, I'm not aligned with it, then maybe take that as a sign of like, hey, maybe I need to switch things up. Like, maybe I do. And, and I hope you can recognize that as a positive thing, and not as a negative thing. Something I've realized is that overconsumption consumption of, of social media can really trigger this negative self feeling. Um, when looking at someone else's life. So, if you're in this place, this first category of comparing to others, I would take into consideration how much time are you spending on social media? How much time are you spending scrolling, looking at stories on Snapchat, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok? How many how much of your life are you spending just watching other people? And could you spend that time Working on yourself and working on your journey, stepping aside and being like, I don't need to see what all these people are doing. It is irrelevant to me, unless you're going to use it as an inspiration in and in a positive way. But what everybody else is doing isn't going to help me. I need to help me, and I need to focus on me. You know. So here's my my action for you: what to do if this is the category that you're in. You need to realize who is making you feel this way? Is there a specific account on social media? Is there a specific person? Is there a specific relationship that's making you feel this, you know, self-pity, this shame, this, you know, negativity about where you're at in life? And if you can pinpoint that, you know, can you censor the amount of contact you have with this person? Maybe it's, social media account okay so what I mean by this is like let's say every time you know Susie's post on Instagram comes up you catch yourself feeling a little bit of this wow I'm behind in life oh my god like what am I doing when you see this person's post okay if you took that away if you just you don't have to unfollow Susie okay but if you just muted her for a time being would not seeing that Minimize those feelings you have about yourself. And if that's the case, then that might be something you need to do. And that's okay. That is okay, guys. I have muted people on social media for multiple reasons, first off. Second off, um, for this reason in particular, and it's just for a time, it's just for a time, it's for self health for (laughs) self-health, from mental health, okay? It's important to recognize if there are triggers for you to minimize those triggers so that you can work on yourself, work on recognizing where those triggers are coming from instead of continuing to um, expose yourself to those triggers. Um, And so that's what I would recommend. First, figure out who is making you feel this way, if it's someone specific, and see if you can censor the amount of exposure you have to that person if it's someone you see all the time, maybe just fade fade away a little bit. Like if you're constantly around someone who has you feeling negative about yourself, first off, it's not about that person. Unless they're just like an awful, mean, terrible person, then obviously kick them out of your life, bye. But if they're a fine person, and you're just having these feelings within yourself, you know, that space and some distance can do you some good and can give you a little bit of mental clarity to work on the things you need to work on before re-exposing yourself to this person. Um, now the next thing to recognize and to really think about is, is it a competition within yourself to be better than this person? Like, are you having this like internal competition with this person? Cause that's not healthy either. Like I said, um, someone else's journey is really irrelevant to yours because we all have different things going on we have we're on different paths we're aiming towards different things we want different things we desire different things and um we're going through different things life happens and we can't control it right so if you're having a competition with someone you need to recognize that so you can honestly kind of mentally shut it down um so recognizing where this is coming from is huge. I hope you guys are kind of, you know, understanding that. Um, realizing that just there's no competition in life or in the timeline of life, <laughs> that is an amazing realization to have. We are all in different paths. And I think that is a beautiful thing. So um, the last little call to action here is dive into gratitude. If this is the little section that you feel yourself, in, you know, existing within this comparison to others, dive into gratitude. Gratitude. Daily affirmations, self-confidence building, journaling, things that help you feel confident about what you're doing in life. Um, that is so important and, and creating a habit around it. Not just having it be something where you do nonchalantly or just kind of going through the motions, but every morning wake up, like find this gratitude. This is something I do every day in my journaling practice. I find three things within the last 24 hours that made me feel gratitude and it can be something as small as, the other day, one of my gratitudes was literally just feeling the sun on my skin. Like I had a moment of just like, wow, this is beautiful, you know? And just the realization that I can do that in Bulgaria on top of a mountain and just that gratitude of like where I'm at in life. Um, maybe where I'm at in life doesn't look particularly perfect to somebody else, but In that moment, it felt great to me. So really isolate and pinpoint and recognize these moments in your day-to-day of gratitude. That It is really, honestly, if you make this a habit, it will change your life. Um, Daily affirmations. So affirming yourself, affirming where you're at in life. This could really look like you writing these things down and repeating them to yourself. Um, A little practice that I do is I, and this is what I tell people that get into daily affirmations, is to write down all the negative things you feel about yourself. So maybe you're feeling like I don't know where I'm at in life. I am m- miserable. I'm a loser. I'm not successful. You know, okay, really truly be honest. It's okay. I actually had this question come to me the other day from someone who bought my journaling bundle and she asked, you know, is it is it bad to journal about negative things cuz you know, I thought that you should only write down positive stuff because you want to be positive, but False positivity is also toxic, right? So recognizing the negative things you feel about yourself is really important to flip the, the internal dialogue. So write all those negative things down on one side of the paper, put a line in the middle of the paper, and then the other side of the line, flip, the, flip that conversation. So instead of like, I, don't, I feel so lost in life, the affirmation of I am exactly where I need to be in life right now at this moment and I'm confident in that, something like that, and repeating that, and just affirming yourself in that um, is really, really powerful, Um, then self-confidence building, something you can do for this is, um, this is a really easy tip, and something very simple, but really um, productive, is find three things, and this is another journaling thing that I do every day, is find three things that you will do, you will accomplish today. And they can be tiny things. It can be making your bed. It can be going on a walk. It can be some things that are positive for you, right? It can be finally doing that laundry that's been sitting in the laundry room. It can be finally calling up your grandpa that you say you will call and you always find something else to do instead of um, doing these small things and every single day doing those things. Consistency proves to yourself that you can actually follow through with what you say you want to do. So in in doing these things, um, you're going to grow confidence in, in yourself. You're going to see that you can actually follow through with the things you tell yourself you're going to do. And this translates to this conversation of feeling behind in life, because if you can go, you know, a day, three days, five days, a week, a month, six months, whatever that is, th- this prolonged time period with following through with the small things that you tell yourself you're going to do every day, that will, i believe I promise you, translate to the bigger things. It will translate to when you tell yourself, I'm going to ask for this promotion in my job. It will translate to you actually asking for the promotion and not pussying out. Sorry for that. Um, but it will translate to self-confidence. And that's important to build in your life if you're feeling like you're lost in life. Okay. Okay. You guys know how important journaling is to me. I share all about it on social media and even here on this podcast. It's helped me cope, process, and heal from all sorts of life events. And I've been doing it for years, which is why I want to share my strategy around how I've made it so impactful in my life. Journaling can seem overwhelming or boring or even pointless if you don't have any intention or purpose around it. That's why I've created my 30 day guided journals to help you form a daily habit around impactful journaling. So use the code UNCOMFY to grab the bundle of both journals, which adds up to 60 days of journal guidance and prompts for only $9.99. Download them directly after purchase so you can even start today. Go to com forward slash annies dash shop and use the code uncomfy, U-N-C-O-M-F-Y, at checkout to grab them now. Link in details. Okay, so the next category, B, is comparison to what you wish you were doing and this is different than the previous one because it has absolutely nothing to do with anybody else maybe you have found inspiration from someone else but then it leads you to think like wow I wish I was doing that but it's not about it's not about the other person it's more about your personal desires and wishes I hope that makes sense so um this is different and this is manageable and this is a you against ideal you situation, not a you against anybody else situation. Um, So what I have to say about this is, first off, remember that everything happens for a reason, okay? Don't wish yourself out of where you are right now, because I promise you one day you're going to look back and realize that there is a reason for where you are at. Um, But if you're constantly thinking about where you wish you could be in life, it's, and it's completely different than where you currently are, that is a beautiful sign to maybe shake it up a little bit in life. And it's okay to choose a different direction. So, what I mean by this is like, if you are, let's say, an accountant, and you're constantly in the car driving work, and you're just constantly like, gosh, you know, I really wish I just pursued my art. I really wish, um, I could do what that that girl is doing. She's, you know, she pursued her art career and it's blowing up. And gosh, I just wish I could do that. I know I have it within me. Uh, or maybe you're thinking something like, "Wow, arts are always been really important to me and really, really exciting and fulfilling for me. I wish I, I wish I could do it. I wish I could make that my life. You know. So see how this is like you recognizing your internal desires and they might look different than your current life, but this is still like a comparison situation, but it's different and it's manageable. And I think this is actually a beautiful place to be because this is a sign that, especially if you're constantly feeling this way about one specific life path, I think that is exactly a sign. It's a heart tug, if you will, that you need to try it out. So I'm not saying quit your job as an accountant and, and go rogue and move to Italy and be a street artist. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, okay, start to dip your toe in the water. You know, start painting again. Let's say, let's say painting is your thing. Start painting again. Um, Instead of spending time on social media or on Netflix or on things that aren't really steering you in a direction of art, what you find passionate in your life, um, trade your time out. You know, where are you spending time that isn't, fulfilling you or satisfying you and where could you switch that out for something that is um and on that path that you wish you were okay so start building that life for yourself it's baby steps so it's starting with carving the time out to paint and making it a part of your weekly routine and then maybe it's opening a shopify and selling your paintings maybe it's showing actually before that maybe might be showing your paintings on your social media creating a TikTok, um, showing the process of you creating your paintings or talking about what the paintings mean to you. Um, maybe it is taking your paintings to a flea market on a Sunday and just putting them up for people to see with no expectations, by the way, no expectations of, wow, I'm going to go to this and I'm going to make, you know, I'm gonna sell all my paintings and then it's going to be worth it. No, you have to recognize that it is worth it because you are literally are following the heart tugs and you are doing the thing that you feel passionate about. Okay. Even if it is a little part of your week. Um, so that direction feeling, I think is actually a beautiful feeling. So I love, I love this place. Um, this feeling can still feel like you're behind because maybe you are an accountant and maybe you are wishing you could pursue this life in art. And maybe you feel like, wow, like, I'm thirty or forty or fifty or whatever, um, and it's, I'm I'm behind. Like there are all these youngins, uh, eighteen years old on TikTok showing their their paintings, and they're so much farther along. And um, or wow, if I I would have actually that might be more with the comparison of someone else, but maybe it's like wow, I I could have started this at twenty five, and I would be so much farther along if I just started at twenty five but now I'm 40 and I'm just so behind and I've lost so much time, you know? So it's still this feeling behind in life, but it's in a way where at least now you have a direction, right? Um, my biggest thing about this is don't let fear hold you back. Don't let the fear of failure or fear of embarrassment or fear of the unknown keep you from whatever this heart tug is guiding you toward. That is important. Think about this. Do you want to be 10 years in the future, still wishing you'd gone for it? Like, no, hell no, you don't. So start today, carve out the time, put in the action and do the thing. Like I said, it doesn't have to be with expectations that it's going to absolutely change your life. But just starting to do it will most likely help you with this feeling of feeling behind. uh, Because at least you're trying, at least you're pursuing, at least you're spending time with the thing that is constantly nagging at your mind, you know, um, tugging your heart, if you will. So my biggest thing for this, I know the last section was a lot longer, but my biggest action point for this is, is start, like, take action right now in this. If you're feeling this way, if you're feeling that you wish you were further along than where you are, start now. Start now in whatever is constantly... On your mind, okay. You will never be as young as you are in this moment. We are forever aging, okay. I hate to break it to you, Um, but starting right now is going to only propel you in in a different direction that you're than you're currently in. You know your options are continue to feel this way, continue to. Potentially, let this put you in a spiral of shame and self doubt and frustration about your life, or you can use this to propel you in that direction that you feel called to. Um, and who knows? Maybe painting isn't actually the thing you want to do, but you have to start that and try it to figure that out, right? Um, maybe painting will actually lead you to realize that in trying to sell your paintings, you might realize that you actually just love you love marketing, you love social media. Maybe you realize you love creating websites. I don't know, but either way, it's going to teach you something in the process. And I think going for it is important. And finally, the third category is comparison to where you thought you would be by now. So this is when you're actively working on your goals and your dreams and following heart tugs, but you genuinely thought you'd be further along by now, which is then creating the feeling within you of feeling behind in life. And I think and I know that this is a perfectly normal place to be. This is a place to be when you, you are working, you are taking action, you are, you know, going in the direction that you want, but you just wish you were further along. And I just have to tell you guys that progress takes time. Like, it, it really does. Um, I see all the time people feeling this and it leads to quitting or thinking that they've just failed. When in reality, they just need to keep going. And I hate seeing people quit too soon. The successful people in life, I guarantee you, have all felt this way at some time in their journey. Um, I can tell you guys that, you know, this is kind of something that I am feeling right now. And I'm just going to be honest and comfy in telling you guys that. I saw massive success really quickly in, in my business a few years ago. And, you know, if I would ask three years ago, me where I'd be right now at 27, I would, I I literally would have said so much further along than where I'm at now. But the, the crazy thing about this is that like three years ago, me has no idea in which the ways I was about to grow and in the different directions I would be further along than what I was just thinking of back then so like what I mean by that sorry I don't know if that those words made sense like so three years ago to me I'm gonna say like that was 24 year old Annie okay 24 year old Annie if you would ask like where are you gonna be at 27 I probably would have based that answer so like predominantly on business because that was my main like Focus at the time, and I would have told you like how much money I'm making and and how big my business was and and you know different houses I've had like honestly a lot to do with like income and business and revenue and that outward success right I probably wouldn't have talked about relationship or mental health or um, just like self discovery honestly I probably wouldn't have talked much about. Um, my travel experience I probably wouldn't have talked about um friendships I've developed and the reason I bring this up is because 24 year old me might look at where I'm at now and think wow like you're behind dude like you're not making as much as I thought you would be making by now you're not at a level of your business I thought you'd be by now you know however here I am 27 year old Annie and I am at way more further along in my mental health category and my travel experience category and my um relationships category and my self-discovery category than I ever would have imagined so if you're feeling this way like you thought you would be further along in one specific area right now than you are I would encourage you to look at the other areas of your life that actually you might be further along in um Things in life come up and that affects our journeys, that affects our timelines and that is okay. There is absolutely nothing you can do about that. For me, um it had a lot to do with deciding I wanted something else in life in terms of relationship-wise. Um and I know I talk about this, but it really was just like a pivotal moment for me and a self-realization moment and it really triggered a lot of self-discovery for me, which is a beautiful thing. It was a hard thing, but it was a beautiful thing and and um I think, like, I couldn't have controlled any of that, right? Like, I didn't know at the time that that decision would actually, traject- like, increase my trajectory in so many different areas of my life, but stunt- my trajectory in one, you know, one other area in my life, you know, so it's okay, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, life happens, and things get in the way of other things, and, you know, our minds change, and our, our excitement changes, and, like, just we change as people, change is, normal (laughs) like change is totally okay um growth and pivoting and and evolution right of ourselves and of who we are that is totally normal and so when that happens a lot of times that focus we have on one area of our life might shift to different areas of your life and that's okay okay so um all i'm trying to say is don't rush where you're at don't get down on yourself for being where you're at right now because I promise you there's a reason for it I promise you you're learning lessons right now that you don't really know and might seem really hard but might propel you in a direction that you have no idea right now um and I think that is a beautiful thing there is another reference I want to make and if you guys haven't read the book pound the stone if you are in business if you are looking to grow a business side hustle a current hustle a career um whatever it is, the book Pound the Stone is amazing. And it's pretty much a story of this boy um, consistently doing the work. And it looks like failure. It looks like a lot of failure if you look at it from the beginning. But when you look at it at the end, you realize that it was just consistency and showing up and Continuing to work. So don't let this feeling of feeling behind or feeling like you thought you would be further along than you are right now lead you to quit um, or lead you to be down on yourself. We are our own hardest critics, and you might be looking at yourself and wishing that you were further along, but I promise you it is all happening in the exact pace that it's meant to happen. Um, the last thing, and so th- those are kind of the three the three categories that I wanted to talk about in terms of feeling behind in life, I think all of those are relevant to everyone. I don't know if you can relate to all three of those or maybe one of those, maybe a few, whatever it is, but um, I hope kind of talking through that has helped you to kind of think through it and think through your current situation. Um, I would really, um, I really want to hit home on this idea of shame. I think feeling behind in life Um, it might, it sounds like a shameful topic, right? A shameful feeling to have, and you might be embarrassed by it. Um, but being in the cycle of shame is actually so toxic. So I don't want you to have this feeling of feeling behind in life and associating that with shame. I I hope you don't feel shame about where you're at in life. Um, no matter which of the three you relate to, all of them have a sh- an aspect of you know, shame in them or can have an aspect of shame in them. Shame for not doing or being more than you currently are. And I hope that's not how you're feeling, but I also can understand if that is how you're feeling. But here's the thing about shame. It often keeps us from moving on from where we are. Shame actually keeps us rooted in the gap between where we are and where we want to be. It's an emotion that triggers a cycle, a spiral, if you will. Um, Shame often promotes a cycle of repeating the behavior that leads us to what we felt shame about in the first place. Because shame leads us to doing what is comfortable, because it's known, it's safe. We know the outcome, we know the emotions. And even though shame is an achy feeling, if you feel it often, it is a comfort zone, you know? So, I hope that we can move past shame and associate this whole feeling of feeling behind. Hopefully that can help you jump into the feeling of self-reflection and internal motivation, which I think is the positive and the progressive feeling to have in these situations. Um, So instead of shame, instead of thinking this as shame, um, use this feeling as a sign to dig into gratitude, or get really real about yourself and what you want in life. Hopefully take action, um, put your blinders on, and honestly just stop the comparison game. Those are some of my calls to action to you guys, if you will. Um, The last thing I wanted to do for this episode is to read you guys this thing I wrote. Um, It is just a few sentences and kind of my thoughts on feeling behind in life because you're not behind in life. I promise promise you, you're exactly where you're meant to be. So here, here's the little passage I wrote and I just wanted to share it with you guys. So here it goes. There is no schedule or timeline that we're all meant to follow. It's made up. Wherever you are right now is exactly where you need to be. Seven billion people can't possibly do everything in the exact same scheduled order That is such an unreasonable and crazy thought. So why do we have that expectation when it comes to the way that we live our own lives? We are all different with a variety of needs, goals, and wants. Some get married early and some get married late. Some don't get married at all. And at that, what is early? What is late? Compared to whom? According to whose scale? Whose schedule? Some people want children. Some don't. Others can't. Some people will pursue a career and others will just want to see the world. Your life is no one else's schedule, so don't beat yourself up for where you're at right now in this moment. It is your timeline, not anyone else's, and absolutely everything is happening at the time and place that it should. Trust that. Trust yourself. And that's what I'm going to leave you guys with today. I hope this episode hit home for some of you guys, resonated with some of you guys, and hopefully it can you know propel you in a in a positive direction. Um I am sending all my love to you guys and I will chat with you on the next episode. <laughs> all right, bye friends. That is all I've got for you today, friends. If this resonated with you or someone you know might enjoy it, go ahead and share it on social media or within your own circle. And if you want to be extra amazing, take a second to rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. It would mean the world to me. Anyway, I can't wait to get uncomfy with you next time. But until then, please go out and get uncomfy without me. You got this.